Yo, 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 what is up? What is up? Oh, man. Oh, man. You, you want to talk about disappointment. You want to talk about disappointment. Boy, I got some news for you. Whoo, boy. Um, The Buffalo Bills traveled to New England and get a loss. They got a loss here. And uh, we're going to talk all about it right here on the Intentional Grounding Podcast. This is the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast feed, Buffalo Rumblings post-game show. And uh, it's not looking good, folks. It is not looking good. Not looking good, but I want to talk to you about it. Today is therapy. But first, this show is brought to you by Slider Shelf, where we can help you reach what matters. Bills fans, if you're looking and have a home improvement project to do that involves shelving, Make sure you see my guys over at Slider Shelf where they can get you squared away. They have these really cool shelves that that move slide in and out. Hint the name, Slider Shelf. You can put all your knickknacks, your patty wax, scatalacks, all that stuff right there. It's easy and accessible. And you know what? All you got to do is make one measurement and everything else is taken care of. Okay, you can completely do it yourself if you want to. If you want to go to Home Depot or Lowe's, you can find their products and services there you also can go online at www.slidershelf.com where they can help you reach what matters i don't know if i should like have the music on i don't know if i should go take a shower but man like when i tell you that i'm disappointed it's one of those things where like am i disappointed to the point like i have nothing to say or i'm just sad i don't know I might have to get some help on this on this podcast, though. I might I might have to get some reinforcements because I don't know if I can like make it through the whole thirty minutes to an hour. So, with that being said, I'm gonna bring my dude in. Okay, all bro, Poe. This is my guy. This is my guy right here, and we're gonna talk about this game. You know, I would ask you how you're doing, but I don't care right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's really bad right now. Yeah, and it's it's not like um, it's not like bad to where like you know what's wrong. You know what I mean? It's like bad to where like it's just so much there that you could talk about, and yeah. you don't really know where to start. And it's it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, I mean, look, the fans are frustrated. Ms. B says, "Left our hearts, energy, and urgency, and drive at home." I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, DMX says O line was horrendous. I thought their pass pro was really bad. Uh, yeah. So before we get into what went wrong in the game, what I like to do on this show is uh, let's go over the box score. Okay. Let's go over some of the game stats. We'll start with the Patriots first. Mac Jones coming in here. Uh, overall, I mean, he had a, a pretty terrible season thus far, but. Today, he was 25 of 30, 272 yards, uh, 9.1 yards per pass, and two touchdowns, zero interceptions, only took one sack. Pass rating of 126.7. New England running the ball. I mean, there was really not much going on there. Ramon J. Stevenson, nine catches, 34 yards. I mean, nine carries, 34 yards. Zeke Elliott, 11 for 31. And a tutty. Um, The Bills did pretty decently on the ground. I mean, it wasn't, you know, but... The yards after catches were really burned them today. But New England for receiving. 
Kendrick Bourne, six catches for 63 yards. His long was a 33-yard scamper. Demario Douglas, whoever that is, uh, four catches, 54 yards. Ramondre Stevenson on the other side, though. So six six catches for 51 yards. Now, they haven't been targeting him in the past game at all this season, really. But he came in and uh, got 51 yards on the ground. Uh, A big 30-yard scamper uh, under two minutes that we saw there. But, I mean... Look, that's offensively. We'll 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 we'll, we'll start there. We'll, we'll start talking about it. Um, man, this is this is bad, dude. This is bad, 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 bad. And I don't know. Look, look listen, Albropo. I don't know. Something's got to give, because now we're seeing a trend. Wouldn't you agree to that? Yeah. And- and the problem with the trend that the offense is uh, at right now um, is that this defense with its injuries is not prepared to play a game where they have to stack the line of scrimmage with the whole entirety of the game because they're down for so long. Mm. And we're missing both of our interior D linemen and our wheelbacker. And the reason Matt Jones looked like a fuck, uh, excuse my language, a, a a, a god out there today is because we are playing cover one and cover zero man stacking the box and we're allowing little runs or little throws that he has get out for 30 plus yards and right. the the reason that this team has been getting so, so good in the past is that we'll take a lead early and we won't have to deal with having to stack the boxes they'll have to throw the ball more often and we just haven't been scoring the ball in the first half. And I don't know. I don't know if it's Dorsey. I can't really like it's all of it. I guess it's all all of the above. But yeah, uh, it, it's bad. But I want to address a comment real quick because Trey gonna get me hot. So he says, "When can Bills content creators at large start blaming Dorsey? Stat guys won't admit all the points come. All the points comes." When game plan goes out the window. So if you are a listener of this show, Ken Dorsey gets his fair share of the blame. Now, with that being said, sometimes it's really hard to blame Ken Dorsey fully because you can't do that. He he He's with blame, but not the whole thing. And you got to start looking at 17. 17 is just as much of the problem as Ken Dorsey is. And I'm sorry. I love Josh Allen. I really do. But Josh Allen is missing people that are open. He's not reading the field. And Ken Dorsey, I'll I'll give Ken Dorsey the blame when it comes to this. His game plans in the first half seem to be pretty bad. There is no nuance in this offense. There is no creativity in this offense. So that I will put on Ken Dorsey. Josh Allen needs to be a 35 40% play-action pass. Not today. Not last week. Like Ken Dorsey is a big part of this, but jo- you look, he's he got guys open. It's not like he's you know calling these plays and they're just uh uh, uh you know a bag of the oh, I don't even want to say what I'm about to say, but it's not like he's calling plays and it's just trash, right? There's nothing there, no outlet, no nothing. 17's the blame here, and especially today, we got to put the blame on 17. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, Josh missed Josh missed quite a few balls today, and and I think I tweeted something earlier today that I think 
I, like his shoulder looks like he's not putting any up on the ball. It put it like it, it looked like his shoulder hurt today. And granted, I don't like that we only run our four minute offense in the fourth quarter. I yep. and I don't understand it because it's the most effective offense that we have, and we're losing the entire game. Like why? Why can't we run the four minute offense to get points on the board to get a lead, and then once we have the lead, our defense can play much better because we can only we only have to have four D linemen and two linebackers in the box, and that's how we like to play. And we're missing our nucleus in the middle when like, and this is this is why I don't understand. It's like the way we're calling the offense is not matched with the way that we have to play defense with all the injuries that we have. Like we, you have to call the offense to score early, and he's not doing it until late, and and that's the way that our defense is set up right now with the amount of injuries that we have. And so, like, I'm not blaming the injuries for the loss. I'm blaming like you have to understand what injuries you have. You have to understand what type of defense you have right now, and understand that they are going to be much better playing with the lead. So whatever bag you have that you dip into in the fourth quarter, you have to dip into that in the first half somewhere to get some points. You can't just play from behind. We've done this for three straight weeks where we're playing from behind. Yeah, Matt, uh, shout out to my guy, Matt, man. He, he's super dope, but he says the defense is no longer able to overcome the amount of lost players. Now, that's not an excuse. I think that's just the truth. Not that to is- carry a win. Not to right, carry a right, win. Right. Like, you could, this defense probably could have won you this game fully healthy. Sure. And, oh, yeah. And this defense probably could have won you the last – two games fully healthy and last game you can argue that they did and so like it's just not and it's just not we can't keep doing this where we wait to the fourth quarter to open up the bag and i and i yeah and back to ken dorsey and and by the way this is the buffalo rumblings vidcast feed buffalo rumblings post game show intentional groundings here thank you for everyone who's tuning in this has got to stop i mean Ken Dorsey gets a lot of the blame here too. Josh Allen, these two, I don't know what it is. Like I can't put my finger on the the what the problem actually is. But I'm telling you right now, like you answer this question. And and for those of you who are watching the show, if you're driving in your car going to work on Monday or whenever you listen to the show, tell me this. From the times in the past seasons that you've seen Josh Allen doesn't it look like the the fun of the game is completely gone from him? The childlike, fun Josh Allen, he doesn't look like he's enjoying himself. He doesn't. He always has that glass, glass-eyed look on his face on the sideline, just staring into the distance. Now, we might not be seeing what's entirely on the sideline, and he just may be in a game mode, but I think it's a big difference. I don't know what it is. I'm not saying it's the a contributing factor or a major factor as to why the the plan, you know, the way they're playing the game is bad or not effective, but something's gotta give. I don't know if it's a uh with Ken Dorsey. I don't I don't know if we need to change there. Like if, if Josh is not happy, if Josh is not happy, there needs to be a change. But I don't I don't know, just my speculation. But right now, Josh Allen played like crap today. Let's call it what it is. You had guys open. Like, I even sent out a tweet. Uh, Cook is open in the flat. Cook was open in the flat. Like, throw the ball. Quit holding on to the ball, making the play. And, all oh, bro, it goes back to our, our show this week on the chopper where I, I, I mentioned, I said, hey, doesn't it feel like Josh doesn't trust the receivers? 
it, that that rang true today. He now he got the ball out to some. So let's go. Let's go look at the Bills. Let's go look at see what they did on offense today, shall we? Josh Allen, 27 to 41, 265, 6.5 yards per, two touchdowns, one interception. Josh took one sack on the day. James Cook, 13 carries, 56 yards. That's 4.3 yards per rush. Josh Allen, 7 to 17 on the ground. That's terrible. Dalton Kincaid, eight receptions, 75 yards. That's crazy what happens when you start using a guy that you traded up for in the first round over the middle. He gets yards. Uh, Stephon Diggs had a very quiet day. He was double teamed all day. Six receptions, 58 yards, 9.7 yards per. James Cook with 46 yards. And I, I keep going down the list, and I'm, I'm, I'm and I see Gabe Davis. One reception, six yards. This is the second game in a row where Gabe has not he, – he he's not there. And I know that's your guy, but this I mean, ain't it. He's not throwing the football. Because he can't get open. That's, that's the problem. True. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Let's go watch – you and I can watch the All-22 this week, and I guarantee you we'll see that Gabe's not getting open. Uh, we can go back and look at it. I promise you, if 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 Josh's mentality just say right it. now is is to stare at Diggs, which is fair, Diggs is balling. What? Yeah, sure. If Josh's mentality is to get the ball to Diggs right now, and he's missing Kincaid, he's missing Cooks, he's missing Dawson Knox sometimes. And granted, Dawson Knox missed it. Dropping passes. And he's he's missing receivers, and like I understand the need to get the ball to Diggs. At the same time. That that mentality where like you have to get the ball to digs for this offense to move the ball, that can't be in my opinion, that can't be the case. And I and when we go back to Gabe, I promise you that there's been a, there's probably a lot of times where Gabe is open, he's not gonna go. I don't know, man. I think it'll be the latter. Uh I'm not saying he was bottled up all day, but you know, I'll agree with the the fact that he's staring down digs too much. Goes back to he does he's not trusting his receivers. But you know what? You know what, though? Before we even continue on, on the lackluster Bills offense, we first have to give Bill Belichick a lot of credit because what he does, he takes away what you do best. And that's Stefan Diggs, Allen the Diggs, Allen the Diggs. He took it away today. And what did the Bills have to show? Absolutely nothing. And that's a problem. Bill Belichick today with a injured defense, his, his defense, Christian Barmore was great today, but they had no Christian Gonzalez. They had no Matt Judon. They, and they're missing other guys. And what he did with that defense today against the Buffalo Bills is the reason why he's one of the best defensive minds in football ever, because he takes away what you do best. And they had no answer. So everything that we thought that you and I talk about on and off air came to light. It's coming to light now. And, 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 you know, what's the excuse? I, I want to put – I'm going to put this up real quick, if that's all right. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yes, the defense had the lead with a chance to win the game at the end of the game. They should have gotten a stop. That's supposed to be what your defense does. When your offense is putting you at a deficit of 6-0 to zero, – to start the game and then you're playing from behind the entire game and you're both your line you have two 200 pound linebackers that's playing the game and you have to stack a box to stop the run you're going to struggle defensively to give up points to not give up points excuse me so i understand that they had to lead and they could have got a stop to win the game but if you this this take right here makes me think of somebody that didn't watch the game 
and just went and looked at the score and was like, ah, the defense should have won them the game. And I agree with that because let's talk about the defense. Mike Milano's out. Tredavious White, out. Daquan Jones, out. Ed Oliver, out. Like, um, I'm sorry, but the defense, the defense did what they had to do. Were they perfect? No. Were they did they miss a lot of tackles? Absolutely. But the defense is not why they lost the game today. How about starting the game off with an interception? From there, you didn't do anything. You you, you got three points in the in the first half against New, a battered New England defense. That's the problem. The Bills, look, we talk about this. If it happens three times in a row, three weeks in a row, it's a trend. The Bills in the first half have done diddly squat. And that's the problem. Get I don't want to hear nobody talk about the defense. I'm serious. It's not the and, and it's not just because, you know, we got all bro Poe and, and Jordan Poise's brother. No, he's a free thinker. He, he like he knows his stuff. It ain't the defense, guys. It's the offense, man. And we gotta point the blame where it needs to go. Allen is at fault here. Okay, Allen is at fault. You got guys dropping passes. How many Stefan Diggs is dropping passes? Okay. Like, this is not good. The, the interior offensive line was horrendous today. They were bad. Osiris Torrance, y'all know I love him. I pound the tape for Osiris. This was his worst game as a pro. Absolutely. Mitch Moore's getting dog-walked in the, in the backfield by Christian Barmore, who's really good. I mean, the, the, we knew. Here's the deal. Here's the trend. I don't know if you guys remember the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers preseason game where the Bills played a 3-4 front. I mean, the Steelers have a 3-4 front. The New England Patriots have the same thing. I think there might be something said about them facing teams that play in the 3-4. They're just not comfortable yet. The timing is off. The rhythm is off. Some of the protection calls were off today. Like, come on, man. Like, this team, I can go on and on about this, but it's all on the offense, man. I'm sorry, guys, but I know y'all don't want to hear it. And Josh Allen is our crown jewel, but Josh Allen played that crap today. I don't care what his stats say. Something about that three-four front too, where like you get into the four-minute offense, and that's what that's what's going to work again. You have receivers and tight ends that can run routes on linebackers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and we didn't run that four-minute offense until the fourth quarter with six minutes left, and you're down by. Yep. 12. And yeah, my thing is like, why why not get out to a lead when you know your defense? is hurting and has many guys lost, especially your, the interior of the defense, right. the middle of the defense where our, our D-line, our interior D-line was getting pushed back two, three yards today at a time, like every run. And, and every now and then we brought we brought out blitz and we brought stack. We had to stack the box to stop the run. And like mm-hmm. when that happens, you're going to give up passing yards. That's just, I mean, that, unless you have some lockdown corners. Right. Yeah. It wasn't the corners today, man. <laughs> it wasn't the corners today. Oh, man. Buffalo Rumblings, Vic feed. This is the Buffalo Rumblings postgame show. Uh, let's look at the, the box score here. So passing first downs, New England had 13, Bills had 14. Rushing first down, seven to six Bills. First downs from penalties, three. New England, two. So, take, so I don't know if you're sitting out there thinking – Oh, well, it was the refs that, that really blew the game for the Bills. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. The Bills are 2-3 uh, and three on fourth down, which is great. Total offensive plays, the Bills had 66 plays on offense. Okay? 
New England had 55. Yards gained, New England got them uh, 339 to 364. The Bills had 10 drives on the game and, and came away with 25 points. Not good enough. I mean, this 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 is this is let's I want to know what the third down percentage was. Um looking for that right now. It's not showing me what they were on third down, but this is bad. I don't and I don't even know what the remedy is. I don't even know, like if you said, hey, fix it, what would you do to fix it? I don't even know what I actually tell you right now. Well, to fix what's to fix going the on offense. Is fix the offense. The offense, I mean, that's that's what I would say is that in the first half, you have to play like you're originally losing the game. So, like, when you get into the first half as the offense, the, what Dorsey's mindset is is when you're losing the game is to get into that four-minute offense, go fast. You have to do that from the beginning. You have to get out to a lead to allow – to help your defense kind of settle in to a groove and now make the other team throw the football. That's what we – that's how we played when we were – when we were in 2013 – or excuse me, not 13. Uh, the year we went to the AC Championship game, that's how we played. We came out and we scored on the first drive in like 14 of the 16 games that we played. And that that's what the mindset has to be. You have to score early. I'm not sure why Dorsey's idea is to has been to save it for the second half. I I, I don't know when that came in, but I, I – I would like to see him change it up and start being aggressive in the first half of the game. Yeah. Uh, how many deep passes did we see today from Josh Allen? Deep One. passes. One. And he missed it. And, 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 what, what, and wouldn't you say that that's Josh Allen's, like, one of his, like, green cards is, like, he is a great deep ball passer, one of the best in the league? That's That throw and then his throw to Diggs across the middle – I had said before that that his shoulder looks like it's hurting and because he doesn't have the power that he had previously on the ball. And when he threw those two balls, I've never seen him miss that over the middle ball to Diggs. And generally, he at least gives Diggs a chance to catch that football. Yeah, he was just off today. I don't even know if it was a shoulder. I mean, the nice thing to say, yeah, it's a shoulder, but I don't know, dude. It, it, it looks off, but they don't do enough enough of it. So he could be rust, Right. They don't throw the deep ball like they should. And, and it, man, it's just so frustrating, dude. It's so frustrating to watch this Bills offense right now. Um, with that being said, I think we got to call Sean McDermott out too. Um, I understand that Sean has uh, dual responsibilities at this point where he's coaching the defense, and I think he's doing a really good job. But I have to challenge him, question the mentality of this football team, the way they come out during during these games, it's lackluster, man. Like the mindset, like, and this, I don't know, it's so easy to pick apart these these different things, right? But that's what we get paid to do. We get paid to bring it bring it to light. The mindset of this football team just seems different. It's off now. It's off, and I don't know if that's because McDermott is spending a lot of time, you know, getting his defense ready, which the defense is playing good. But man, it's like that McDermott blueprint. Or what we're used to seeing, like this team being really dialed in, focused, you know, like playing fast. We're not seeing that. And I think that has to do with, with Sean McDermott. So situationally, I don't think I have any problems with the way he called the game situationally on a defensive standpoint. No. But man, dude, 
it's just not looking good right now. The Bills are they're sitting at four and three. Is the season over? No, but they, there's some definite changes that have to be made. And, and I'll say this is okay. So I'll say this from a from a defensive standpoint. I had a disagreement with two calls that that uh, McDermott made, and this uh, the goal line one could have been a misplay by Bernard. I had a problem with him sending both Micah and Jordan on the third down and three. Um, they were in dime, and so Jordan was playing the linebacker position. He was he's playing the dime role now. I had a problem with that call. I don't think when the game matters, you sit Taylor Rapp in the center of the field by himself. Oh, it's a good point. And Taylor Rapp looked confused. He looked Correct. confused of what his responsibility was. And then when Micah and Jordan came in on the left side, there they got eaten up. I mean, so, they, they were they were stacking the line heavy. Yeah. And they had two routes on the play. And Taylor's supposed to stay above that crossing route. And it just I I'm not leaving Taylor Rapp as good as he can play. I'm not leaving him by himself over the middle of the field. That's the first thing. And then the second play was your your nickel corner just got beat inside on on the play before the last touchdown. And then you sit him on the outside again to play outside leverage and you have no help over the top. And they just try to throw that play. I don't know if that's McDermott or if, or his call play call or if that's Bernard not getting underneath that route um, that scored the touchdown at the end. But I'm not you like you can't just have him get beat on that route by a slot and then bring in the tight end and not give him any help underneath and have him play the same leverage on that play. So I I don't know if that was McDermott or Bernard, but I, I'm not big on that play call either. Not giving him anything underneath. Yeah, yeah, and there was a a third and seven. I don't know if you remember this, where they they sent the house, and he hit uh, Jalen Rager on a on a, a quick slant. Like, man, here's the deal: they had a they had a game plan for McDermott and blitzing. Like, they, they knew there was going to be no interior uh, pass rush, right? So everything was 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 supposed to be on the outside in terms of that's where the threat was going to come. Well, you know what they did to, to stymie that? They used misdirection and play action passes. That 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 fit right into uh, what what the office needed to see for, for the New England Patriots because guess what? See, the, the more I talk about it, the more I realize how good of a game plan they actually had. Because once they start doing that play action, they you know McCorkle didn't do anything that was like, oh my god, what did he just do? He threw it to guys in the in the slot. He threw it to guys in the flat and and well, asked them to be tackled, and right. the Bills couldn't tackle. They couldn't yeah. get it. But it ain't about the defense, though. The offense put them in some really bad situations, man. Really yeah. bad situations. Um, yeah, man. I I I don't know. I don't know if there's a quick actually the way you played the fourth quarter, that is a quick fix. <laughs> the way you played the fourth quarter, and it's, it's not as easy as saying just go out there and score like you did in the fourth in the first half. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm saying. You you play with the tempo that you played with in the fourth yeah. early so that you can get points on the board early and then it helps the defense that's hurt. Like it's it's not as difficult as making the team. And this happens every year. This has happened every year. We try to play slow early in the year, and then we start getting this four-minute offense in, and then the defense, the defense has struggled in that middle part every year of adapting to them switching to the four-minute offense in the first half. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the playoffs, and that's where we're at. We're running the four-minute offense early. We're scoring, and then we're playing defense behind it. And 
that that urgency that they have in the fourth, like that that is the urgency that is needed offensively in the first half, and not to feel it out because your defense is feeling it out. That's the way McDerm- McDermott coaches defense. He fe- he plays base defense in the first quarter. He feels out the offense, and then he adjusts. So you can't feel out the defense in the first quarter if your defense is the t- is feeling it out in the first quarter. It's just gonna you're gonna be losing at the end of the first quarter every time. Yeah, and the urgency has been lacking the past few weeks. After the Miami game, we had we just haven't seen any urgency. It comes late in the game. Like, do you? Th- I, I think it comes down to not understanding fully what Josh Allen is capable of doing. It, it has to come down to that because you have a, a an adrenaline junkie quarterback who who thrives off of off script, high octane you know, quick offense and you're, and you're trying to turn him into this drop back play, play action. Let's read the fit. Like you got to get, and this is, see this, it's all revealing to me right now. You got to get quick answers, quick answers. When he snaps the ball, you need guys that are route runners. And if you don't have that, you're killing Josh Allen's ability. You need guys that can uncover quickly. They have one of those guys. Who else? I, I mean, I think they have more. Who? But I think they they have multiple guys that can be. That's why when they came to the four minute offense, you got Sherfield involved, you got Kincaid involved, you got Diggs involved. You like that offense that we so you have guys that can get open early. You just have to you have to be in that up tempo offense for them to be to to start getting these early routes and yeah. And we're just not we're just not in that offense to start the game. We're in a very slow and it's interesting because when we played offenses that we went into the game thinking that they have been successful. The mm-hmm. Raiders were successful running the clock. The as far as running the ball, Josh Jacob Jacobs when we played them. We they the I the Redskins, the commanders were successful scoring the football early in the games when they played. And then the Dolphins were success. So we knew we had to score points. We ran the four-minute offense in all three of those games in the first half. Yeah. And we were up-tempo. We were scoring the ball. We knew we had to score the points. So we were up-tempo. The games that we played against teams that we didn't think we were going to score, we've been in this slow, run-the-football early, heavy, methodical play action. And, like, I get it. There should be play-action mix. But you have to be up-tempo, in my opinion, with the offense that we have. Yeah, it, it, it's got to change, man. It's got to change. And, and you know, I don't even want to come on here and just, you know, just bash them. So last week, <clears throat> the, you know, those of you who listen to the show, you know, I came in here. I said what I had to say. I tried to give you some light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. You lose to a one in five Patriots. I'm, I'm not sure that I can just come up and here, sit here and say, like, here are the bright spots, right? Here are the bright spots. And one was Dalton Kincaid today. Eight catches, 75 yards. He looked, he looked pretty good. Um, I do like the fact that they tried to get him involved in the game plan, which was nice, uh, although it comes too late. Um, James Cook looked good between the tackles, man. Like, he, they, they stopped running the ball. I get why, because they were down and, and trying to come back. But you got to get that run game going early. That doesn't happen good enough. Um, the lack of a screen game. It's still an issue. I'm sorry. Like you, you know what I, I appreciated about watching New England play offense today is that they they use the screen to attack the edges of the defense. Yeah. We don't ever do that. 
it's like it's rare. Yeah. They need it. Get get the ball in the Sherfield and 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 Hardy's hands with screens like that. Wide receiver screens. You could do those. You may not have the timing down enough to pull it off with the offensive line, but you could do it with the wide receivers, man. We ran a couple today that got about seven yards. Uh, the, the Hardy one on the left hand side in the third Diggs, quarter, which is nice. Diggs ran one um, on the right, game blocked well, which is like. But Diggs got blown up. He didn't get any yards on it. He got he got seven. Oh, you, oh, so there was two where he hit Diggs and Diggs got nothing. There was right. that one. And then there was one more wide receiver screen that um, that got called back on penalty. And so the, we ran some wide receiver screens. I would really like to see some screens where our our right tackles can get out. Like uh, Spencer is a very good run blocker. He can move well in space. So I would like to see some of those delayed screens to the running back yeah. or um, I don't know why we don't run them very often, but yeah. So this brings me to my next point. We see the turmoil, like we, we see what's going on and I, you're not one of these people. Okay. Not. You're, you're <laughs> not one of these people. However, the bill's got to make a move now. I think, I think it's time you got to make a move somewhere, either at cornerback or get another wide receiver. It, it has to happen. It has to. What do you think? I'm not. I'm not too sure. It has to. The 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 problem. So like the 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 problem. Tell me, with, tell me why? Because you you full of shit. My mindset. My mindset is very stacked on not uh, uh, looking at positives and you look at this game and it's ugly and you feel like there's no positives in this game but we the the way we ran offense in the fourth quarter shows me that this offense can be extremely successful and the problem now is that uh well they lost but i take out that if dorsey calls the way he calls in the fourth quarter in the first half this team is going to be successful so I, I don't know if a change is coming. I, I, I it would be. Let me tell you why I I question what you're saying because we're at a point where we cannot rely on Ken Dorsey to get us out of jams. Like the Bills need to go back to eleven, get another uh, wide receiver that can uncover and win with route running, and just just let it go. This this whole twelve personnel stuff is cute. But they ain't they 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 can't do it. it. It just it doesn't it's not effective for Josh Allen when you're looking at a guy who loves to throw the ball to wide receivers. Like it's not working. Dawson Knox can't catch a cold. I'm sorry, no, but it's he not can. supposed to be a main option. Like that's the that they, that's how they use early. it. That, right, hold on, right. that's what they told us in the offseason. That's right. what they preached to us. And that was my problem with with when I had told you. When, when we were talking about how, yeah. how Kincaid's going to be on the field a lot because they're going to use 12 as a man offense. And I said that I don't think that it's sustainable to run 12 as often as that. And then – so I didn't think that it was going to be the main personnel package that we were going to use. I yeah. didn't think that. They, they really so, married to it. Right. And, and I don't think that it should be. I don't think that Josh is that type of quarterback. I do think that it's useful sure. when you need it and that you situationally. It's a, right. And so if I was going to make a change, it wouldn't, I, it, in my opinion, it wouldn't be a receiver. The, the offensive stuff 
you can fix in-house. I've I've seen them be successful. So it's not it's 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 how they're playing the game right now. It's not a personnel issue. I've seen them be successful against good teams. It's it's no no more. I feel like the, they figured the Bills out. They figured them out on offense. The league has figured out the Bills. Tell me I'm wrong. I I I attribute it to the the play calling and how Josh. I I, I don't attribute it to other teams. No, because yeah, I've I think seen, that's a factor too. But I've seen the the Bills go out there four minute offense. Boom 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 score. Boom 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 score. They can they can play extremely well on offense, and they can do it in the fourth quarter when when it matters, I guess. But I don't understand why they're not doing that the entirety of the game. And I don't know if they're trying to elongate drives to take pressure off the defense, but it's it's ending up hurting them in the long run. Yeah. I don't like the fact that Pete Otten is starting at middle. He, I mean, he didn't start today, but Dorian came out and Terrell Dawson went in. And because Dorian was struggling, to, he was in the wrong place at the wrong mm-hmm. time. We need a middle linebacker in my opinion, or a, or yeah, we can move Ben. Uh, we can move Terrell Bernard to the will to let him play that Milano position, and we, we need a middle linebacker that can play up the middle. Our D linemen were getting doubled all day today, and our middle linebacker was not, or our will linebacker was not fine. At this point, you got to go get Anthony Barr or somebody like so, that. Right, Somebody he's a free playing. agent, right? Because I mean, I I appreciate Dorian, and but today he got worked. He, he can got play worked. against passing teams, right? Right. He, you can't. He can't play, especially if we're going to be down in the first. And teams are running the football. I, in my opinion, that's not a place. It's for a liability right now. Yeah. It's a liability right now. Um, I I do think he has potential at middle, but you know we're at a point now with all the injuries. Like there can be no, the, the margin for error is just much smaller with the defense. They're doing the best they can, and and it, they're still keeping the Bills in games. Yeah, but it ain't the defense that's the reason why the Bills lost this game. You know, like when you have that many major major injuries, it's gonna show, man. It's gonna show. Not have having Ed Oliver in there to make a couple plays a game. Like for instance, like Ed I Oliver was, and they would have won those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the guys in the middle first. Um, Puna Ford, Tim Settle, and, and Jordan Phillips. I'm sorry. Them boys, especially Tim Settle, he has done nothing this year. Nothing. And I don't understand why you keep you you would start them over Puna Ford. Put Puna in there, man. I'm tired I, of seeing this. I'm not sure it would have made a difference today, only because. The, what I was seeing was the, their offense getting set up, them running away from Terrell Bernard, and them doubling both of our interior guys all game. And they, they barely climbed. And we just weren't getting it. Like, you're not going to be able to get pressed if if the guards or, or centers have no threat to climb to the linebacker. And so you're not going to get your – if you're getting doubled, like I would love to see Puna in there if I thought he would be able to sit there at the line of scrimmage and hold a double, and maybe he can. But I – Tim was getting moved today. Tim was getting moved. Yeah, and, you know, they were using traps and counters, right, uh, against the interior defensive line, and they, they had no answer. Like they had no answer, and that's a – man, that's a problem. That's a problem. You know, Ramondre Stevenson really hasn't done anything all season, right? Ezekiel Elliott haven't done anything, but they were very smart in how they used the run to supplement 
you know, they got they got it, you know, in short yardage situations, and they were able to capitalize when they needed it the most on the ground. Now, again, the tackling today was awful. We know the Bills aren't a great tackling team, but man, those errors really showed up today. So I'll agree with you on this fact that yes, the Bills, I don't think they can afford now to keep having Dorian as as their middle linebacker down to down, especially early in downs. I think Dorian's better in pass coverage right now. I'm not saying that's going to be the book on him the rest of his career, but right now as a rookie, he got exposed today. And Tyrell Dawson, he's not – T-Dot, put him on a practice squad. <laughs> because T-Dot went in there and he did – he was in the places that he's supposed to be. That's where – that T-Dot is – he understands his job and he gets there. He's just not going to get you any plays. And so, like, I, as much as I respect a guy that knows what he's doing and can be in the right place at the right time, like, he's just not making any plays in the backfield. And, and that is going to hurt when you're a team that is playing from behind quite a bit and the teams are going to run the ball a lot, especially a team like the Patriots. And, like, we struggled again. Like, the way, the way this game was the same way as the freeze bowl that we played mm. a couple years ago where we were down early. We weren't scoring any. We weren't moving the ball in the first half. And then they just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, trap, 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 double team up. I see yeah. like it, it's, it's hard. And then you stack the line of scrimmage and somebody's open. Mac dumps it to an open receiver and he gets 20, 30, like, it, yeah, it just got out of hand. This is, this is, uh, this is bad dude, because, um, it, Bob Gajinski says uh, that is irrelevant if the offense can't get any points in the first half. Which uh, is the problem. Which is, right. Which is the problem with the way that they're running, running the offense. offense right now with the defense that we have. Like, you have to understand the personnel that we have. We have a personnel that is going to be much better if the offense, is for, if the offense they're playing is forced to throw the football. And why are we sitting here saying this? Like, don't 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 they gotta know this at one bill's drive? Like I I, and I don't agree with it, but I understand what Dorsey's thought process is. Like, oh, let's run the clock to keep our defense off the field. But like that's just not what Josh is. That's not Josh is a guy that's gonna put up points. If we end up giving up 30 and scoring 35, I'm good. I'm good with that because our defense is gonna get you a turnover at some point. He's gonna get you a stop at some point where that like that's the way we're built. They're gonna get you a, a couple field goals from the other team, but we have to score points and not play this passive style offense that we've been yeah. playing last three weeks. Yeah, this this offense looks archaic. Um, I'm I'm starting to get to the point where I'm not saying you're gonna fire Dorsey, but I'm starting to think Dorsey's not the best fit for Josh Allen what he, and what his skill set is. I don't think he is. Not the way he's calling it right now. It, not the way he's calling it right now. And, and and I'm tired of giving – not that I give Dorsey excuses. I try to be very fair in my criticism of Dorsey in the offense. I try to place the blame where it goes. But, man, like, people say, well, you're just a podcaster. Okay, cool. But, like, sometimes we're right. And I feel like Josh Allen does not look like the same Josh Allen on the sideline, for one. Like, people don't think that stuff matters. I think it matters. I don't think the relationship or the cohesion is there. You can't have a playoff home game and put up 10 points against the Bengals. You can't, you just can't do that. You can't come in here for two weeks in a row and lay a stinker in the first half. Like at some point, who, who are we going to hold accountable? Is it, do we need to go to the very top 
with Sean McDermott, which some in this area I do have a problem with him because like he let Leslie Frazier do his thing with the defense. Like you mean to tell me with the the Bills could have had a very similar style statistical output and style that would have benefited them well in the past couple years, like they do right now, then let, let Leslie Frazier call this conservative, you know, no attacking style defense. Like at some point we got to hold Sean McDermott accountable for some of this stuff. The fact that like, you know, you know, what's funny to me and I'm sorry if I'm going on a rant here, but last week, when uh, the Bills beat the Giants and the handshake exchange between uh, Sean McDermott and Brian Dayball, that's the problem. Like, Sean, like, when is Sean McDermott going to start, like, I need I need him to be more controlling, if you will. Like, this you, offense you know, ain't going to cut me, it. So, huh? just going back, just taking from, that told me that Dayball wanted the head coaching job here. And I don't know that. For he fact. wanted what? He wanted the head coaching job here. And I don't know that for a fact, but it's under my. There's, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who told you that? That's the way I see That's the way I see it based <laughs> on that handshake, because there would be no other reason for him. I've never seen McDermott ill to anyone. And he went up to him, slapped his hand, and got up out of there. And to me, that makes me feel that Dable tried to get the head coaching job here at some point. And it was a li- probably a little bit behind uh, McDermott's back. I don't see another hmm. reason because it sounds like McDermott let Dayball go with the offense. Just let him because he's doing the same shit with Dorsey. So what, what purpose would you have to not feel good about he got a head coaching job? He's doing great. Like what, what other reason would there to be for, for McDermott to be upset at him? Here's the difference. Brian Dayball is an experienced coordinator because right? he, he did it at college football. I mean, he did it in different places before he got here. He got yeah. here, and he had good success with Josh Allen. Ken Dorsey, this, he's a second-year offensive coordinator. And he, he's letting, he, I think he lets them do their thing, which he, I, I get to an extent. But at some point, someone's got to step in and say, uh-uh. Like, someone has to be – someone has to – to, to be the fly in the room or 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 the, the awareness in the room that says, you know what, dude, I appreciate what you're trying to do. You're trying to bring this balance offense and stuff like that. But we got a stallion that quarterback and we got to just let him do his thing. So we have to create an offense the best way we can for him and let him go. I think that I think they're I think Dorsey's holding him back now. And I'm not excusing Josh because Josh is missing stuff on the field. But at some point, I, I feel like this. Coaches fail players more than players fail coaches. You know what I'm saying? That I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, the, no matter what, the coach is going to get some of the blame, regardless. Sure, of, sure. Like the Jets game came around, and we know whose fault that was. And yep. Dorsey still got some of the blame for that one. McDermott still got some of the blame for that one. So coaches are going to get the blame, and that's when it trickles from the top down. That's just part of it. Um, I will say that you. Right now, midseason, you're probably not going to get a better offensive coordinator. No, no, midseason, no, you're 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 screwed. Right, and so like, so someone's got to tell Dorsey that you know, like, like this is why I this is why somebody's got to put a boot to the ass in that offensive room. Yep, and yep. I'm unsure of whose fault it is, but someone's got to put a boot to the ass, and like, it can't be this like lax of days. Thank like, you, type of thing that you you got going on and. 
it's just the first it's literally just the first half we've had a long drive in the third in both games that we played we scored in the third or not in the third but we had the long drive that led to a touchdown in both of the third quarters that we played and so when we come out in the second half something clicks and that way the way they play in the in the second half if they if they can just transition that in the first half some way somehow it's going to mean that we're going to have a lead going into most half times, And that's the way we have to play. Like, in my opinion, I feel like you have to strive yeah. to have the lead going into halftime. Uh, Dave uh, Griepsman says it's still early. Don't throw the team under the bus quite yet. So I'm just simply casting blame where it goes. They deserve to be thrown under the bus. If this was the bills of old, if this was Josh Allen rookie year, second year, there's, there's, I think there's a built-in excuse there. There's a built-in patience. But the problem is this, is that this team, the expectations are, they're high. They're extremely high. And you don't get, you don't get this. I understand the window will be open as long as Josh Allen's a quarterback, but you're going to squander years trying to, trying to, you know, round uh square peg round hole. And I don't want to see that. I want this team to win the Super Bowl. And, and I know, look, that this, but here's the deal. If you have a winning history and I'm talking about like, if you were the chiefs, if the Chiefs were having this performance, I'd be frustrated. But like, okay, like I, I have faith and confidence in the coaching staff and Andy Reid to get these things done. Like it, it, it'll it'll smooth out. I don't have that in the Bills. They have shown us the quite opposite. Thirteen seconds coaching. Like how many situational things have we seen from the Bills? That's kind of ebb and flow down. Sean McDermott down. That is rate is is causing us to have these concerns about this team. You have to look at it that way. We can't just be sitting here, well, don't throw the team on the bus. Well, th- this is what they're showing us. I'm not going to sit here and just blindly support it. Like it has to be called out because the expectations are higher. This, tell me what you tell me what you think about this. I, I tweeted before we got on the show. I said if the Bills aren't careful, we will be the LA Chargers, meaning all the expectations you, you fail to meet expectations once again. That's what it's looking like at four and three right now with the issues that we've seen. Thoughts? I, I don't think that we have. So you said the Chiefs have a pedigree of getting to the championship, winning championship. So if they struggle like this, we do have a pedigree of struggling early and and knocking off seven straight. <clears throat> we lost. We were four and three the year that we went to the FC championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 lost that game to the Buccaneers, and then and everything we came changed. back in the second half. Everything changed after that. And so, like, I fully believe that this team constructed the way it's constructed. If I take away out, I would like a move at linebacker. But if if I just say take this team the way it's constructed right now, I fully believe this team can end twelve and five, uh, thirteen and excuse me, 13 and four and can will still win the division and go to the playoff game. The problem is when you get to the playoffs, what the problem has been for the Bills is when you get to the playoffs, the struggles that have been the struggles previously in the season end up popping back up in the playoffs. So like you can't just put a Band-Aid over and hide it to win in these playoff games. You have to fix it. And so I would prefer them fix what they've got going on right now, change it up right now. And I still fully believe we get like, I'm not anywhere near in the panic button of not making the play. I fully believe this team's going to playoffs. What doesn't really matter what seed, like I, I'm not 
scared that it's not going to happen. Make the I, just playoffs. Rather than, I would just rather it happen sooner rather than later. They're too good to miss the playoffs. But the playoffs is not the bar. I'm not, you're not saying that. I'm saying once you get to the playoffs, it really don't matter. Right, from right. There. I, and so, like, I would rather them get take this right now to to iron out the kinks so that no matter where you get to the playoffs, how you get to the playoffs, you get to the playoffs and you're you're at full go. And I I have faith that this team can get there the way it's constructed right now. Yeah. Um. No, I agree with that. I mean, again, you want to be playing your best football in December, right? Into January. Uh, boy, but I just don't see a path right now. Like, I don't know if they'll get there. And I think it's it's coaching. It comes to coaching. Part of it's execution, but I think the majority of it's coaching. Understanding your talent. Understanding players' skill sets in the room. Like, for, for, for instance, you made an gr- excellent point earlier in the show. The defense. You are down all pro defenders in the defense, okay? You can't play defense the same. The offense has to come out, and they have to start scoring to put pressure. You have to make you have to make the opposing offense one-dimensional. Right. And the Bills are failing to do that yeah. because their offense stinks. Due to what's going on with the offense. And right. So- I I just, that's my whole thing is I don't like the timing at which the offense is being called and if there was one thing that I would harp on is that you have to call the game the way your defense is like you have to yep. call the game earlier and I'm not sure what the idea is behind I, I would I would like to hear an answer on that from Dorsey of like why are you waiting to the fourth quarter to run a four minute offense when you're losing the entire game? Yeah. And another thing that I want to call into question is special teams. Like why isn't Deontay Hardy returning punts and kicks? I think he is returning punts. He's not returning kicks, right? Yeah. Can we, Johnson. Can, can we get him back there too? Like what's the, why can't he do that? I, I'm assuming that, they wanted to run because if I'm not mistaken, Damian Harris was back there before he got hurt. So they want a running back in there to control the ball and not fumble it. I'm assuming that's why I don't know. I don't think I agree because you're not really giving yourself a big playability, but you're, you're playing to take care of the ball. I'm assuming that's why McDermott has him back there. Boy, this is, this is, this is, this is hard. <laughs> uh, Kevin Poplowski says, "Who is the common denominator in all those losses to inferior opponents? Thirteen seconds, etc." Mickey D. So he's a he's not a fan of McDermott. Matt chimes in and says, "It was the third hardest based on the season's hold results." On, hold, on, <laughs> hold, on, hold on, Kevin. Kevin, who's the common denominator of this team going from not winning any <laughs> playoffs and then winning and then going to six out of seven playoffs, about to be eight in a row? Uh, I think that's McDermott, Bean, Jordan, Micah, Trey. They've all been here. Um, even Josh wasn't here prior when they went to the playoffs with Ty God. So um, the, we, let's look at the – like, let's open the lens a little bit. Right, right, right. the bad parts of the game, McD's been here for all that. Yep. McDermott, he's part of the problem, but he ain't the main issue. Um, right now we're talking about the offense. The offense is the issue. Um RJ says uh, scripted plays from Dorsey have been the worst. If I if I know what is coming on offense, so does the defense. I think this team takes every team too lightly. I mean that's fair. 
Um, I, I don't think like yes, I agree with the first half. Which I don't think right. that they're taking them lightly. Yeah, no. I they, think the game plan is to bland to run the clock out in the first half on offense. That it, like to put it in like a very basic form. I think the game plan is to run the clock out in the first half and then turn up in the second half. And that's not going to win you games with the defense that you have to put out there due to all the injuries. That's that's the only point that I've made. Yeah. Um, here's another point. Uh, Dominic says we're an overrated team. Lucky if we make the playoffs, we'll make the playoffs. They, are they overrated? Yeah, I think our expectations need to be lowered uh, a bit because right now, no, nah, they don't need. Actually, what am I saying? They don't need to be lowered. They they're just not playing up to their to their potential right now, and they got the roster to do it. They just aren't executing. And I think that they're not overrated. They're underachieving. Underachieving is is a better. <laughs> Oh man. Ooh. Roy says, bring back the Jills. I I need a reason to keep this is such a bro. This is a look, I I get it. I get the problems with the team, right? I understand it. Midway through the Bucks game that year, I was hearing, yo, this is the drought. This is the drought times. I'm tired of this. Like, I'm tired of how uh, we lose all the time. We're back in the drought. Brother, we've done this three straight years where we've been at three and two, four and two. Does it suck that we start so damn slow? Absolutely, it sucks. But let's not like, let's not like get ahead of ourselves and think that this is like, oh my God, it's over. Like, let's not like jump out of the, like, it, it's super annoying that they play like this. But, Let's not like jump out the boat right now. Let's but not. it is frustrating from a fan's point of view. It's extremely frustrating to see yeah. this team flounder opportunities. Can we, can we turn it up a little bit earlier in the season? Can we turn it up a little bit earlier in the games? Like that's all it is. And midway through that Bucks game, I was people on Twitter, bro. I'm not feeling sweating anymore. I'm tired of this. Da, da, da. Like, bro, we made it to AFC Championship that game. Let's like, come on. Vaughn is still injured. Uh, just speaking of reptile says our wide receiver two had one catch for six yards. He sure did. Two, now, now, two th- huh? Two targets. <laughs> two targets. Yo, you will die on the Gabe Davis Hill. Absolutely, get him you the will ball. Die on that ball. hill. I can't, bro. I can't. I, I need this. I need something. I need a little mo. Dial up some digs or, or some dig routes for Gabe, please, and some dog. Can they do something? I, I, that's not digs. Can we stop staring at like don't get me wrong? Like Diggs should have the majority of and I, I have to keep reiterating that Diggs should have the majority of the targets. But can we dial up some 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 series where we're like, okay, we're gonna get Gabe going here, 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 boom, we're gonna get him going, boom. Kadarius Tony dropped four. I, I said this, he dropped four game-winning catches. All of them could have won the game in their first game of the season. In their loss to the, to the Lions, he dropped four game-winning catches. You know what happened the next week? Mahomes went right back to him over and over and over again because he knows that you're going to need those receivers when it matters. And I, I would love to see this team spread the ball out like they did in the Chef Sherfield got some catches. Deontay Hardy got a catch on that on the drive that they scored, the long drive that they scored. I have one oh, more thing to say before we get out of here. If you're getting out of here soon, is that all you muff that was talking shit on Jordan? You can go ahead and eat it. 
because that boy can punch out the game. He that was a game when he played that we just ended up winning the game. But to understand, he's still there. He's still kicking. Trust. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no. Jordan played well today. Uh, b- big play to change the game. He, I mean, that was a game changing play from All Pro safety. That's what they needed. The defense did their part. Like they, no one, no one should sit here and say the defense lost us the game. The, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can't. I, they should have got to stop it then. I'll say that they should have got to stop it then. I, I, the, 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 and I'm not blaming the refs, but that penalty that cost us four points, or that was called on Taryn, was bullshit. They should have been up nine. And when we we should have been up, uh, I think we would have ended up being up six going into that last drive. But <laughs> Anthony DeAndre says season is over. <laughs> I dare anybody to prove otherwise. Blow this team up and trade Diggs, Knox, and the, Miller. Is, I know and he's fired Dorsey at the end of the season, and I know he's trolling, <laughs> but that's the shit that I hate seeing. Everybody was so excited when Von Miller came out, burn it all. Oh my my god! Right back to bro. You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff. (laughs) Buffalo Rumblings post game show here. This is intentional grounding vidcast. Uh, Man, what a game! The Bills lose to the Patriots, twenty five twenty nine. Bills sit at four and three with a quick turnaround. To go to Buffalo to play the Bucks on Thursday night football. Thank uh, God it's a quick turnaround. Thank God. It's a quick turnaround. Uh, I don't know if we need to relax. I don't know if we need to riot, but we need to do something. The Bills got to change fortunes. Uh, the, the margin of error each week is slimming. It's slimming. Some would say that the Bills need to go make a move. I tend to agree with that. Others will say keep it. keep what you have. Brandon, me and my say, you know, we're just going to stay put and we trust the guys in the room. That's what I feel like they're going to come out and say, uh, you know, toward the end of the trade deadline. We just like the guys we have in the room and, they're, they're, you know, we just trust them, blah, blah, blah. So the Bills probably won't make a move. Uh, but here we are. Here we are. Four and three. You know, it's been great. You know, we're going to get up out of here. It, it, it's been fun. I, 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 we're, I'm at a point where what more can you say? Like, you, you, we're at a loss here, you know. You can only say and do so much. The fact of the matter is this team has to execute. This team has to execute. Uh, if you're going to wa- continue watching, um, we're going to leave here. But Joe Miller is going to pop on uh, tonight. So make sure you hang out and get the overreacting post-game show. Uh, but guess what? Albro Poe and, and the chop-up, we're going to be back here on Tuesday night. Uh, I'll probably do another episode, my, my three keys, a three-minute drill. On Wednesday night, that'll drop Thursday before for the game. And uh, I don't know what you guys got to do to get over this. Maybe have a shot. Go hang out with your kids. But the weekend isn't over. The Bills just lost, and it is what it is. Hopefully tomorrow you'll, you'll have a start to a better week. Anyway, man, besides all that, this is the Buffalo Rumblers VidCast feed post-game show. See you later. Go Bills. And we out of here.